Messing with the guy that runs the board. Ah, we're in good moods tonight. <laughs> Welcome into the hideout. That is uh, J Dubs and I, Bel Hefe. You're the one that screwed the phone up later. No. Earlier. Yeah, that's true. Did you hear that? Did you hear how unprofessional we are? It's not even that we can keep our unprofessionalism to the hideout. Yeah, we have to spread it within other shows. We got to go out and do things during the commercial breaks of the Ron Fez show, and uh, that too is a cluster F. So welcome into your cluster F, and of course you can be a part of it. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Or if you'd rather, it's much more organized on RadioHideout.com. Yeah, the listeners do a lot better of uh, organizing. They have a great show going on in the chat room, uh, the AOL for Broadband chat room, so you may want to hit that up. And if you want to hit up a free trial of AOL for Broadband, you know please th- call 1-800-297-1025, one 800 1025. That's a free trial available for broadband just for WJFK listeners. You know how many complaints I got about J Dubs, the sponsor whore, <laughs> uh, on the instant messenger today? When will Dubs please stop reading commercials? Why is he doing this? I don't know, but Dodge, Chrysler Dodge and Jeep have a great way to help you choose a car. Go to WJFK.com and click on the Discover Your Ride banner. I clicked on the Discover Your Ride banner. Found a nice little car for myself. Are you buying it? No, I don't have any money. I work on the hideout. Oh, it's too expensive. But it's a nice. How do I to sell it? It was a nice little ride for me. No, I mean it's... they're not giving away for free. Well, they got to make a living too. All right, here we go. Let's do the show. You mentioned um, that we were out, or at least I was out earlier today. I want to say thank you to the people at the Binnigans over at the Fair Oaks Mall as they uh, hooked us up with dinner tonight. Yeah, mine, Crisco. Yeah, it was good. Those chicken fingers were great. They also got that 15 minutes like or free uh, lunch. You know what I realized, too? I never, I don't remember, uh, or I didn't really recall, but Bennigan seems like a great place to have a drink. How's your blues buster? And yeah, it has a, it's like a bar. And the reason I remember that is because as a kid, that's where my mom would go with all her oh, teacher friends. I thought friends. she went to TGI Friday. No, she would go to Bennigan. Well, actually, uh, Friday's was coming there at the end. Yeah. But it was always Bennigan's there. Do on... you remember the Bennigan's uh, Blues Busters commercial? No, I don't remember no. that one. Yeah, it was uh, you know, a bunch of office people after work sitting around drinking. It was their Blues Buster. Well, my mom and her teacher friends would go there for happy hour, and they'd get drunk and talk about their sexual exploits on the weekend. <sighs> and I'd have to do homework uh, while playing Pac-Man. At the old, you remember the old Pac-Man setup where it was like a table? Oh yeah. So you could look down at it as while you ate or you drank or whatever. Well, you you must have been sitting at the bar. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah. That's the way I grew up. Okay, good, t- good times. Um, so, the other thing. So, we're over at this, uh, this Bennigan's. And we're giving away tickets to Fahrenheit 9-11. As it turns out, tomorrow, yeah. we are going to be hosting a private screening of Michael Moore's controversial movie. We wanted to do it two weeks ago, but there were a lot of uh, hang-ups as to uh, whether or not you know you could. Can, you know, if you haven't seen any, uh, any uh, trailers for this, I'm sure they have it on the AWOL for broadband. Stop it, please. I'm begging you. Why? Now it just hurts me. And... Uh, all right, see, because you know why? You just throw it out there to be funny. I actually use the thing. I know. I want to sit here. I was online today, and I don't even want to say where I was online. You, you got AOL for broadband at your house? I got it at home. Did you use the free trial by calling 1-800-297-1025? I already had it, Dubs. I already oh. had the JFK oh. hideout account. Anyway, I'm reading in the Entertainment Weekly thing. There's this great article about more. Um, and, and Fahrenheit 9-11 and him talking about everybody who's coming at him, trying to, uh, talk, you know, talk about lies. They also do this great thing, too, I think, in Time Magazine, where they go through a couple of the so-called inaccuracies, and, uh, they say what Moore did, and then what's actually true. Basically, the skinny of it is, is that we're, we're showing this tomorrow at the Cinema Arts Theater mm-hmm. at the Fair City Mall, and we want you to be a part of it. We've given out um, the majority of our tickets. I, I believe we've given out 200-plus tickets. we only got a few left. If you want, you don't have to play a game. You don't have to do anything but call right now. 866-277-4969 to go see Fahrenheit 9-11 over at the Fair City Mall. That's at the intersection of Pickett Road and Main Street in Fairfax. The movie's going to start at 2.25, so you want to get there around 2 o'clock. All we're going to do is take your name and the number of tickets it is that you need. And, um, Dubs, have we decided what we're going to do tomorrow? Are we going to meet there? Or do you want to meet around noon and sit at Old Country Buffet, which well, is I'm, the same little shopping complex? I'm getting here at 9 a.m. up at the station. So, whenever you want to meet. <laughs> what, time, what are you doing here at 9 a.m. tomorrow? I got a few things I need to do. All right. Get straight. Are you going to be excited? Oh, yeah. Are you? Yeah. You ready to hang out with listeners? <laughs> All right. I, I've just got really not excited. <laughs> These are people who want to hang out and watch the movie with us, man. You can't indulge a little bit and, and uh, shake a few hands, kiss a few babies? I'll okay. shake a few babies, kiss a few hands. All right. Here we go. So this is... All right. Now Bateman's... All right. I'm not even going to read what Bateman wrote. All right. Cough, stalkers, cough. What? He's saying that about the people that want to I, come watch the movie. I, you know, I said that about him the first few times he came up here. Okay, Bateman, I don't know if you realize you are a stalker. However, we were so afraid of you, we embraced you, and we hired you. It's always better to keep your enemies close. Um, it was your friends close and your enemies closer. Yeah. And that's exactly what you are, an enemy stalker. And somehow that got you hired here. And you're moving up the ladder so quickly for someone who wasn't ever even in radio. Uh, Anthony, you're in a hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? Not much. Did you guys enjoy those CDs? Yes. Uh, in fact, we've got your stuff. Um, is it is it Mr. Fingers? Mr. Fingers, the uh, mad karaoke DJ, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. We very much appreciate that, man. You uh, you see Fahrenheit 9/11? Oh yeah, I went to see it last weekend, man. Loved it. Did you actually? You dug it, so huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I'd already read uh, a lot of a lot of what was in the movie came from his book, Dude, Where's My Country, which I'm yeah. sure you can find, which I'm sure you can find while surfing AOL for broadband. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
I mean, if you want to try to find it on AOL for broadband, there's a free trial you can get by calling 1-800-297-1025. It's not even funny. I don't even understand what it is. It's just a whole It's a whole commercial. That's what it is. It's not even funny. Go ahead, well, Anthony. I'm enjoying I, myself. I, 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 uh, I, I went to see it, and uh, I mean, there was a lot. I mean, the whole thing about the, I mean, not to give away the entire movie, but the whole thing about the the government paying for the bin Laden family to get out of the country. I don't know if they paid for them to get out of the country more they, so than they allowed them to. You know, you know what I'm saying? The point was made, you know, if, if, if all of a sudden, uh, one of my friends, you know, something happened and I was a suspect, right. the county police is going to want to investigate, you know, ask my family some questions. They're going to want to talk to your family, your buddies, hell, they may even come to us and ask if we know anything about Anthony. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, you know, the mayor of Fairfax is not going to, Round my family up and get them out of town because they're afraid something's going to happen to them. They're going to want to ask them a few questions. And that's and that and that's just one of the issues. And thank you, Anthony. That's thank gonna you, get, Eric. That's going to get brought up. So anyone who wants to go see this movie, again, you can call right now and get free tickets. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. X, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Hey, man. Uh, are you y'all gonna be there, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Theater? Yeah, we will yeah. be there. Oh, okay. Cause uh, no, I just I haven't gotten a chance to see the movie yet, and I'm probably gonna see Spider-Man tomorrow night. But uh, you know, I don't I don't know if I'll make it in the afternoon though. But that would be tight to meet y'all. Well, come on, I mean, look, It'll be tight a, like fat boy underwear, man. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, um, mm -hmm. I was trying to read some reviews of it, and uh. I have DSL, but I mean I have no, you know. We gotta get the broadband. Stop. Really? Could you could you hook me up with that? Uh... Oh, of course, one eight hundred two nine seven one zero two five. This is just for WJFK listeners, so you're, you're an exclusive right. club. Right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, right. one more thing. Yeah. If I could be gay with one man, it would be Matt Albert. <laughs> good, good for you. Pop that cherry, baby. Somebody needs to. Dubs, let's lay down a few rules if we could. Yeah. We're watching movies tomorrow, all right. And you have you you have actually been to movie premieres with listeners. You you have oh, done all it? the time. I've done it many many times. What are some of the movie premieres that you saw when you were with listeners? Uh, Freddy got fingered. That was a fun one. That was a horrible movie. Oh, I love that movie. I've got it on DVD at home. Do you really? Yeah, it's great. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what was supposed to be going on with that movie. My favorite one I ever went out to, and it wasn't the the premiere of it or anything, but it was American History X. Like, uh, we did, like, a movie festival out in Jackson, and, uh, yeah, I went out to that one. It was great. All right, so... Okay. We also used to do uh, the uh, the uh, season finale of Survivor every year at the, at the theater. Do you believe that we should create some rules? Do we need to have some rules for people at the movie theater tomorrow? I think definitely there should be. I think when they, when they play that thing before the movie, I don't think that goes in depth enough. Of what you shouldn't be doing at the theater. Of what you can and can't do? Yeah. All right. Rule number one, buy us snacks. Mm -hmm. Here are my favorites. I like anything that has chocolate and almonds. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't like almonds. I stay away from the sodas. So if you would, give me anything with water. I like big bottles of water. Get me a big-ass Coke. Popcorn. I'm also digging on the hot dogs. Get me. All you need to get me is a big-ass Coke, a big-ass popcorn, and a nice sized thing of uh, Sour Patch Kids. I, and also, too, I, I want you to keep this in mind as well. Um, it's the Cinema Arts Theater. There's a link on RadioHideout.com. You find the link right under the link for uh, Bow Wow News Hound. Or maybe even some good and plenty. And I also want to thank Jim and Mark over there that set this whole thing up. But candy, 
All right, I've already said anything with almonds and chocolate. No coconut though. I can't deal with coconut. No. Oh. But I like to have a full meal. I like I like the places where you can get pizza. Yeah, pizza, hot dogs, French fries. This is what I'd like the listeners or to do. The, or the big um, the big uh, pretzel. I want you to set up a buffet line. <laughs> I want everybody to bring stuff, and even though you've already bought it, I'll say yes or no to it. And then you can take it away. Maybe you could feed Matt Albert. Maybe you could feed Cicada. It's, but I still would like people to come up and offer us food. Are you okay with that, Dumps? I'm fine. In fact, I'm not even going to bring any money because I expect for people... To uh to buy us stuff. It's a free movie, and that's the other thing too. It's a free movie. Support the uh, theater that's uh, putting this on for us. So by buying us stuff. Another rule that I have, Dubs, are we gonna sit together? No, we're not sitting together. Well, every time we sit together, you get real mad because I don't allow the mosi. That's true. All right, how about this? I'll sit with Punani. No mosi. That, right. That's the other rule. Dubs and I will walk around before the movie, and if we see that mosi. We're going to make you sit next to your guy friends because hopefully, I doubt the place is going to be packed. You never know. But hopefully, um, there will be no room for a mosey. And by the, for those of you that don't, don't know, that's when guys are not comfortable enough in their sexuality. Well, like you'll go to a movie with a buddy, and instead of you guys sitting right next to each other, there's a, there's a seat right next to you to give kind of a, a buffer zone between the two. Because God forbid you accidentally rub forearms. Well, there's nothing weirder than have feeling hair on hair. Like whenever you're both wearing weird, shorts. Weird or sexy? Uh, weird. Yes, Punani. No, I was just wondering, are you going to allow uh, listeners to give you handies in All right, the second hour? That's a good one. We encourage the stinky pinky. That's something we want to happen. And, in fact, I guess if you sit next to dubs, it's something that could happen as well. Well, you just... <laughs> with, with the way my ass smells, oh. you could rub your hand against the seat after I leave, and your hand will be plenty smelly. It's so true. And you know what? People don't know this. We haven't talked about this because Dubs used to be that guy that stunk. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't wash himself. He had a number of reasons why he didn't. But Dubs was that guy. He would walk down the hall and everybody would be like, he stinks. Somebody should tell him, no, we don't have the heart because he's such a and, good kid. And I, I wouldn't have cared because I knew the whole time. I knew, but there was extenuating circumstances why I couldn't wash every day. Fitz, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, fellas? What up, bro? Hey, uh, first of all, uh, F.A., you don't need any snacks from listeners. you got a doubleheader on Sunday. That is true. i got the Bow Wow News Hounds coming up on uh, and, Sunday. And uh, other thing is, what, what shirt are you wearing tomorrow? What shirt? Yeah, what shirt are you wearing tomorrow? What is this, a call back to the Ron Fest show? No, no, not at all. Why? I'm just, just asking. <laughs> you want to know what outfit I'm wearing? Dubs, I may wear a brown, a brown ensemble. In oh, I'm sure you will. That's all you have is brown. I, the, the guys out there listening, go to his house, take any brown shirt you see tonight. Oh, they, there's no, there's no way Thanks. people could walk out with all of his brown shirts. This guy has the biggest amount of brown shirts I've ever seen in one person's house. Look, like Ron said, brown's the new black. Secondly, you're mad. Why did you say that? I forget, but I heard it. Secondly. Uh, I pay more attention than you do to that show. Secondly, you're just mad because I got beautiful bronze skin, and it looks wonderful against my skin. Hey, you're going to see tomorrow at the movie theater that I'm Vin Diesel with a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to realize this when you go to the Cinema Arts Theater. All right? Everything looks beautiful. 866-277-4969. All right, Bad Monkey's asking if he can smoke. No. I don't think so. Me and you'll take breaks, though. 
And I think if, especially if you've seen the movie, too. I've, I've already seen it twice. Matt Albert says, rule number one, no teasing the fat kids. <laughs> that is encouraged. Uh, in fact, if, is Matt Albert going? Is Cicada going to get him? I imagine so. He doesn't have a job anymore. All right, he is going. I want them sitting in front of us. <laughs> I want to screw with them the whole time. I want to put milk duds down their shirts. So, Kate, are you going to pick up Matt Albert? The Comedy Dumplings will be at the movie theater tomorrow? Yeah, I'll go get them tomorrow. Okay, if you guys want tickets, not only to see Fahrenheit 9-11, but um, the Comedy Dumplings, 866-277-49. Chicken and beef gravy will be out there. We're not a circus sideshow. Yes, you are. You're, you're a hideout sideshow. Sid, is this the start of another loving weekend between you two? Is it going to start early? Is might. We may go straight from the movie to Rehoboth. <laughs> now you, your dad, and I get that joke now. Um, your dad said he'd shoot him next time. Yeah, uh, how, how are you going to handle that? Is he going to go back over to your house again? Well, that was next time he sleeps in my bed and we share a blanket. <laughs> but I think we can go to the beach. How big place. is that blanket? That has to be the most insane blanket in the world to fit over both of you guys. It's actually a cotton parachute. <laughs> Magdalena says she's going to feed me if she goes, I'm down with that. How about me? Not why don't I get food? Not in. No, she's actually going to feed me. Oh, why, you can just buy it for me. You don't have to feed me. Now, is that going to uh, include chest, that kind of feeding? Because uh, I could use that. And I hear they're pierced. Spray everywhere. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. There is something. Um, all right. What other rules could we have? Oh, cell phones. If your cell phone rings, automatically we break it on the spot. So if we hear a cell phone, we will crawl over uh, the seats and we'll break the cell phones on the spot right there. Because I can't have that. No foot tapping. Unless it's me and Dubs messing with the comedy dumplings. No foot tapping. Um, bathroom goers. They have to sit on the aisle. And that's you, Hefe. It really is me, and I prefer the aisle. Actually, I want to sit on the aisle, too. Because I'm going to be a smoker. Why don't you sit in front of me? Okay. How about this? Now you sit in front of me. I don't trust you. No. How about I sit next to Sid Kata and you sit next to Matt Albert? I want to sit next to Sid. There's no room. I can't wait tomorrow just to see Sid or uh, Matt Albert try to fit in a movie theater uh, seat. He's going to have the handicapped seat. And you know this is one of those independent theaters where they're kind of old school? Yeah. So this is like when people weren't as fat as they used to be and he's going to try to squeeze in there. Tell Jag to bring the Vaseline. Because we may have to grease that mother out. All right, here. People want to know if we're going to record anything to play later on the show. I don't know if we'd be allowed to. Uh, I don't think we're going to record anything in the theater. We might record outside. Yeah, maybe effort. we'll ask some questions, see what everybody thought. Yeah. Get a little... Maybe we'll have the comedy dumplings ask some, co some good political questions. Because I know Cameron says one thing. There's not enough of the comedy <laughs> dumplings. He does. He loves them. He wants more. All right, I think we've, I think we've hit it all, J-Dubs. I think those are the rules to abide by. Now, you were telling me, um, hold on real quick before you go anywhere. Sean, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, Hector, I just wanted to know what you thought about uh, MASH going to the sun. <sighs> See, I'm here, I'm talking about a movie, I'm having fun, Fahrenheit 9-11. I, I understand what you said. He's asking me about Steve Nash leaving the Dallas Mavericks. I think it's a great move for him. I think so. Great I think career move. Down. I mean, that, that, he, he was, yeah, he was in the go nowhere team. They yeah, peaked. All right. They that peaked, that, they peaked and that was it. All right, that hurts. Why would you do that, Sean? You want to drive the stake right into my heart? 
Like I'm a vampire? Like this is a Van Helsing? Is that what you're trying to do? I'm sorry. I mean, we just talking the truth here. I thought that's what it's all about. All right, bro. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm sitting here having fun. Well, I I know what we think. What does Baloo say? Boston blew a 7-1 to one lead, but then rallied Trust me. to 7. Oh, wait. Russell Mania is on tonight. Oh. I've been listening to Baloo. I've been listening to Wheeler. I've been listening to Rome. To get all the aspect as to, um, I can't stand uh, sports radio or, or ESPN right now. Nothing but basketball and baseball. I cannot handle it. Dude, you're going to get such a fill of football in the next two weeks. I can't wait. you got two more weeks, and then you're all over it. Do you get your tickets yet, your tickets yet for um, um, Baltimore versus uh, the Lions preseason? i got to get those. I, I know preseason tickets just went on sale. You know what you should do since you're in best of Ron Fez right now? Yeah. While you do the little introing, which you're so good at, of the segments. Beg for tickets. Beg for tickets. You're heard in Baltimore now. Yeah. Do it. Why not? Are they playing in Tampa? Um, and by the way, screw you for playing the segment about me and my T-shirt. It timed out perfectly. So that the new affiliates can hear what, what a schizo-paranoid I am. That sounds cool. And you know, I go back and I listen to that, and I sound crazy. Yeah, you do. It's so true. No, it's not. I can't wait to move. I want to thank Kurtoid, who's given me ideas of where to move to. It could be him, though. Him or Fidel. Fidego. Fidego. 866-277-4969. All right, let's go here. Uh, John, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, man? Yo. Here's my thing on Fahrenheit 9-11 after having seen it. I mean, anybody that even marginally watches the news is not going to be surprised by anything that's in it. It's just sort of spliced together in a shocking way. I mean, my thing is, is that Michael Moore, after supersizes, is probably regretting that he didn't videotape his last 600 visits to McDonald's. Well, the, thing about, the thing about the clips you see in Fahrenheit 9-11, those were the ones you heard about but rarely get to see on the news. You, I mean, you heard he said the, the, uh, different things, but you rarely actually get to see the clips. Right. I understand what you're saying, and that a way to get the fat joke in, too. I think that. I would like that, though. I'd love to see Michael Moore eat. That would be fun. Imagine taking him to OCB before we go there. Oh, all right, how about this? Do we treat the comedy dumplings to OCB? I think so. Do we have that much money, or is it just count for one buffet? All right, here's the other thing. Bad Monkey, can you bring a video camera? I want to film Matt Albert and Sid Cada eating at Old Country Buffet. Because it's right there in the same little complex at the Fair City Mall. God, I, I can't imagine how much lasagna those two would throw away. He, he looks like a big Garfield. Cicada <laughs> looks like a big Garfield. <laughs> a killer clown Garfield. Go ahead. We'd also like you to take us by Dairy Queen afterward if that's okay. <laughs> now that I think about it, I could go for one of those Frosties or whatever they're called, too. I want you to call me John Arbuckle from now on. <laughs> Matt's my Odie. Is that what it is, Odie? <laughs> and oh, see now he's mad. Now Matt Albert's mad. He goes like an effing freak show. <laughs> yes, that's what you are. Congratulations, that is what you are. All right, somebody sent me this. Yo, sent me this. Speaking of fat kids, I saw this on MTV. Real life episode about fat people, and there was this real fat black kid who looked just like Matt Albert, <laughs> and he was too fat to fit in the Six Flags rides. I wish they would show that fat camp on uh, MTV again. Remember that? Yeah. That was the greatest special ever. All right. And now Black Albert says Michael Moore versus that Matt Albert in an eating contest. Who wins? Matt Albert. I'd have to give that one to Michael Moore. 
I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> Cinema Arts Theater. CinemaArtsTheater.com. Bad Monkey says he's bringing the wide-angle lenses. <laughs> Panoramic. All right, if you want to go and just make fun of Matt Albert and Cicada... 866 we'll, we'll, we'll be showing it in IMAX. But <laughs> we have two screens. I want Matt and Cicada to wear white. Just wear white T-shirts so we can show it. Show it on you. I love this. What is it about making fun of fat people that's so much fun? It's easy. We've been doing it since we were two. And even me as a fat kid, and I got it a lot, I still get it from you. It's still fun because I'm just, I'm not as fat as them. And that makes me happy. When, I, when I'm when i in my Under Armour working out at Gold's Gym and I'm looking at my belly, <laughs> I can at least think, you know what? I may look bad in this, but imagine what Matt would look like. And then I feel happy again. Mantan, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, guys? Hey, Mantan. I want to put out a little challenge to Matt Albert tomorrow at Old Country Buffet. I am willing to match him plate for plate until he can go no more. You got you got yourself a death wish, my friend. You want to die tomorrow? Let's do it. Huh? Do is man, and I am all that is man. Do you I understand the OCB? They, I don't know what it is they do. But those plates fill you up faster than normal. I wonder oh. if there was a trick about that, because you and I will go there, and we're so hungry, we're a plate and a half in, and we can't finish. We can barely it, get dessert down. It's all starches. That's what it is, man. Mm, that sounds so good. Yeah, I, I, there's the gauntlet. Let's put down plate for plate, me and Matt Hour. All right, man. Well, are you going tomorrow? Make sure we got your name on the list. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going. I, I'll put it on the list. All right, boss. See ya. Later. This is so much fun. Excited about this. Charlie, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, this is Charlie. Hey, what's up, bro? Oh, wrong, 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 wrong show. Wrong show. Damn it. Go ahead, bro. I get confused. I know. You work almost <laughs> so much. This one's not funny, though. Uh, go hey, ahead, Charlie. i got to make fun of that last caller. Mm-hmm. He called and uh, made that supersized me joke. Yeah. That's ripped off directly from the last issue of The Onion. Oh, really? Yeah, so lame. Well, that's what the you see the Republicans, that's their thing. As, as hateful as they may be, they're not, they don't tend to be very funny. <laughs> Proof positive, Dennis Miller. He was funny before he started getting that right wing slant. Now you can't get a joke out of him. Hey, thank you for uh, for busting that cat. And even the left wing, like the far left wings, like uh, like Al Franken, he's not that funny anymore, really. Because he can try to get too political. Yeah. Look, this is what people forget. Let me give you a little secret. What you do is you try to do a normal show, and as you're going through the show, you occasionally slip in. Your thoughts and your point of view. Like with the hideout. Anybody who listens to this show knows, A, we are pro-choice. B, we are um, for human rights, i.e. gay rights and equal rights. We don't beat you over the head with it, but occasionally you just kind of tell by who we are and that we're open-minded. But we're not sitting there hitting it, you know, hitting the uh, the damn nail with yeah, the hammer. We, we don't hit. We don't hit stuff over and over again. By the way, Dodge Chrysler Jeep have a great way to help you choose a car. Go to wjfkfm.com or wjfk.com and click on the Discover Your Ride banner. Dominic, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, FA. Yo. I'm going to see you tomorrow, man. What's the deal between me. and Puerto Ricans? What is that again? Why do you hate Mexicans, uh, Puerto Ricans, and Cubans? You know what? Can you hold through the break? Yeah. I'll tell you why after this. I'll tell uh -huh. you why Mexicans do not like Puerto Ricans and Cubans. 
All of that. We're going to solve the world's problems next. Oh, wait. Hold on. One more call. Nicotina? Hi. Hey, sweetie. How are you? I'm, oh, I'm great. Are you showing up tomorrow? No, I have to work. Where are you working? I'm working Bill at work. Old Virginia Tobacco? No. <laughs> uh, hold on a second. We want to talk to you after the break, too. No, okay? be nice. All right, hold on. You'll be nice. I'm going to talk to you off air, okay? All right. Hold on. Why are you going to talk to her off air? I am. Yeah, I yeah. am. That's right. Remember? That's right. Quick break coming back. I forgot, dude. We got a break on time because this media touch actually knows when we take our commercial break. We're fine. This new digital uh, system. Very quick commercial break. Come back. We're going to find out why Mexicans hate Puerto Ricans and Cubans, at least according to me. And something else that I saw on the paper that was pretty funny. Dubs, I'm a heart. I am a hopeless romantic. Yeah, I know. And so is someone else. And I want to share the story and how we have something very much in common next in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. You can't seriously be my friend. J-Dubs. I'm, I'm your best friend. No. Remember that. Dial the phone, Peter. What kind of friend are you? The best of friends. Intelligent Entertainment next. Dubs, I suggest you keep your mic off. Cafe and Dubs. The best of friends. Together forever. 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 On the hideout. Those of you listening now, just rejoice in the fact that you're not these two loser douches. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. Radio for fat kids. The hideout. With El Jefe and Jada. The Hideout, Radio Prozac for Fat Kids. Huh? That comes from Matt Albert. Welcome uh-huh. back into it, though. This is your show. It's your hideout. We just happen to host it. My name is Ohefe, and that is J-Dubs. 866-277-4969. Again, a very special thanks to Jim and Mark over at the Cinemars Theater. Uh, check out the link on uh, under the links on RadioHideout.com. That is where you are going to be showing Fahrenheit 9-11. I'm, I'm so excited to do at this place, too, because they play the, the cool movies. It's a cool place to go. If you didn't, if we didn't have to work like later on, I've already seen Napoleon Dynamite, but I'd want to. I want to watch that with you. Yeah, I, well, I don't even know what it's about. What is it about? It's it's just about a nerd. Basically, oh, really? It's about a nerd, and it's it's really really funny. Is you know you can't tell what like um what decade it's in. But it's just about this really nerdy guy and him going through life, and he's in high school. And I'm a sucker for the high school movies as it is. It's if you look, maybe look, uh, scoot around on the internet, and you can maybe find a preview of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you watch the preview, you want to go see the movie. Plus, they had movies like Control Room. That's where you go get all the independent film, all the documentaries, all the uh, foreign, foreign films. Uh, Cinema Arts Theater. Uh, you add a dot com to that, or just go to RadioHideout.com and check it out from there. Dominic, you're uh, back in the hideout on JFK. Now, what question did you ask before the break? Man, I want to know what is this rivalry between Mexicans and Puerto Ricans? Well, as being the most important Latino broadcaster ever, allow me to uh, expand upon this. <laughs> Dominic, what are you? What is your nationality? I'm Puerto Rican. So you're Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the thing. As a, as a Mexican-American, as a Chicano, allow me to, uh, to say what it is. There, for, there's something about Puerto Ricans... <laughs> That you guys think you're better 
than the Mexicans because you're in occupied territory. And because, because you can because you can move freely between Puerto Rico and New York or DC or the United States, it's like there's there's just this this Puerto Rican machismo ego that's so much bigger than the Mexican ego could ever be. Because they're cool. No, what I mean, okay, they could be cool. I'm not going to say that they're not. I'm just going to say that they're better than you. They no, they think they're better than they Mexicans. They are. They are better than Mexicans. And Dominic, don't tell me you can't argue. You could argue with that. Uh, I just don't know where it comes from. I I went to Texas. I've been to Texas a couple times, and I remember I went to this club one time, and I showed up in the club. And it was like somebody turned off the music as soon as I walked in the club. Like they knew, like they smelled it before I even got in the club. No, Dominic, they probably did, but um, no, no, <laughs> just because Dubs feels he smells uh, Puerto Rican. <laughs> now, uh, if someone ever uh, said, uh, "What are you Mexican?" Like, uh, like if if they mistake you for a Mexican, would you get mad? Yeah, I would. And why? Hold on, why? Just the pride on my culture, I would get take this to it. You would take it as an insult. That's what you would do because you feel that Mexicans are below Puerto Ricans. Now, no, it's not that. I think more it's just like the, normally you get that as a generalization, not from a, a Hispanic person, but someone of another descent where no, they just say, say oh, you got white guys. Cracker ass crackers. Just say that. <laughs> cracker ass crackers. Right, exactly. Oh, you going to come out to the movie tomorrow? Yeah, what time are you guys meeting up? I, I didn't get that part. We're meeting at the movies at 2.25, so get there around 2 o'clock to get a good seat. I'll see you guys. Yeah, I have my Puerto Rico shirt, so you'll know it's me. Definitely. Hey, do me a favor. Bring the flag. I'll wave it for you. And, <laughs> and sit in the back. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. I'll see you, bro. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I should say, I should ask this. Can we all agree that we hate Cubans? No. No? No, I love Emilio. Yeah, that's my dog. That's only, uh, only Cuban I know. I lived with Cubans for a year and a half, and they allow me to say I'd much rather hang out with a Puerto Rican than a Cuban. <laughs> and this is coming from a Mexican. Better pictures than Mexicans. If I was saying this about what? black people right now, you'd be going out of your mind. Of course, because you have no right, crackhead. You, crack you have no right to talk about any race. You're not, you aren't Puerto Rican. You aren't Cuban. You have no right. I am Latino. It doesn't matter. And being that, I can talk about my fellow Latino brethren. And it's the hideout. We can all talk about this freely. No, we I'm can't. Not, I'm not talking stereotypes. Puerto Ricans think they're better than Mexicans. And they're not. John, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? Hey, I've been, I've been listening to the radio show for a while now, um, every time I come out of work and everything. Mm -hmm. But uh, I never knew you were Hispanic. Are you Hispanic, Evan? Yeah, man, I'm Latino, brother. I just, you know, I don't, I don't have the, the, you know, the accent. But, yeah, I'm born in Texas. I'm Chicano. Nice, man. All right. Well, man, I I'm Puerto Rican as a first caller. And uh, I really want to know what the robbery is, too, because really I don't have anything against Mexicans, you know, against Cubans, against any Hispanic, you know, human being in this world. And that's, that, wanna, that's the way it uh, should be, unlike El Jefe, who uh, is look, very racist. No, it's, it's not that I'm being racist. You I'm, are being racist. I'm telling you, I need, all right, I need some Mexicans to back me up on this. The fact that Puerto Rican, and this is nothing against you, this isn't a stereotype. It is a stereotype. You guys, you are creating a stereotype. No, they just feel like they're better than Mexicans. That's a stereotype. When you tell, when you say the whole race thinks they're better than someone, that's a stereotype. Stereotype or true? No. I, I want to know something. I want to know something. Uh, Doug, you're you're American, right? Yes, I'm as white as they come. All right. 
you being an American, 100% American, who do you like best? Cubans, Mexicans, or Puerto Ricans? Well, from tonight, I, I like the Puerto Rican callers, and I think Puerto Ricans have taken, taken a step up on the Mexicans and Cubans. I was a Cuban man before. How could you not be a Mexican fan when your best friend's Mexican? Because you're a racist. <laughs> All right, John. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, brother. Hold on a second. I feel like we should do something to get in the mood. Oh. I thought you were going to have me do a plug for AOL for broadband to get in the mood. 1-800-297-1025. Look, just based on the music, you got to like the... Mex oh, I hate this music. Do you like... Puerto Rican food? Yes. No. Yes, I love Puerto Rican food. You like what do, what do Mexican food. What do they make? Exactly. Do you like Cuban food? Yeah, when, I love it. When I'm in downtown Silver Spring and I got to choose between Cubanos and Mirancho, it's Mirancho every time and it's that way with the majority of Americans. You can't argue with me on this. And then I'm not hating on Puerto Ricans. Yes, you are. I'm not hating on Cubans. Yes, you are. I just don't like that they feel... Why is it that Cubans can get to this country and can get to stay, but my people are trying to crawl across, make a better life for themselves, and they because, get shot at the border? Because your people can just walk across. The Cubans have to swim. I think they deserve it. Look, this is going to be a very controversial statement. I'm going to say this now. <laughs> Don't people, say it. People talk. Don't say it. People talk about Cuba and the communism. I wish communism on Mexico. What? Because then people would have something. It's so decrepit. I wish it. I wish it for my people because then at least they would maybe have something. Instead of trying to everything they can to get over here and get shot. What? They they have no problem getting over here. They come over here by the droves and no one stops them. People die. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Cubans get a free pass when they get over here. And you know because the Mexicans have no problem getting over here either. Al tells me, you know, I like Cubans because they roll good cigars. They do. Have you ever had a Cuban cigar? No. I have. They are pretty good. Jose Contreras. He's no good. Is Freddie Prince Mexican? No. Yeah, he is. Freddie yeah. Prince Jr.? Yeah, he's Mexican. Yeah, his dad was Mexican. His Chico on the man, right? I believe it was half Mexican. His dad was. Good enough. <laughs> I'm he's full blood. By the way, by the way uh, don't ever say that. I'm full blood. You're full blown AIDS? No. Full blown Latino Mexican. Uh, it's nothing but pure Latino blood flowing through here. But a purely white voice coming out of your mouth. Why? Why would you say that? Turn, turn this up for a second. What are they saying? Don't Please. cry. <laughs> what? Don't cry. Okay. So what's going on right now? I can't hear you. You're talking over it. <laughs> oh, and it's over. Turpnik, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, brother? What up, brother? Dude, I wanted to totally weigh in on this. Um, you know, on the farm, we've got migrant workers coming in all the time. Mm -hmm. and in years past, we'd have anywhere from Mexicans to Guatemalans. It's it's not just Puerto Rico and Cuba. I mean, we had a group where we had like two Mexicans and two Guatemalans. They wouldn't work together. They were one end of the field to the other. They just hated each other. Now, I can hear, I mean, it is kind of sad that, you know, we're fighting. You know what I mean? Everybody fights with each other. But I don't want to fight. I just want to put it out there so that white people know where no, where where this division stands. Why do, why do you have to prolong the division? 
I don't want to prolong you. I want look. First, you got to identify. If you said, the... "Hey, I love Mexican. I love Cubans. I love Puerto Ricans. Maybe some more Mexicans would feel the same." I don't. So. Hey, have that. I what I what I want to do is identify the problem, and then we go from. I don't hate them. Yeah, you too. I you told you, me you hated them. I could dig. You told me every time we go to break, basically, you're going. God, I hate Puerto Rico and I hate Cuba. All right, isolate that, because that's going to be Dubs's new thing. Uh, correction, Freddie Prince, the senior. I don't like a color. Half, uh, Bulgarian and half Puerto Rican. All right, I'm not a fan of Freddie Prince Jr. anymore. There went that. I guess I'm going to have to burn summer catch. Thank you, Turner. I bought that for you. That's another reason to burn it. Why? Right I on you a gift? Right on, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, fellas? What's going on? What up, brother? Hey, man, my best friend back in college, he was uh, born in New York, but his family's Jamaican. His parents were born and raised in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he could slip in and out of the accent, you know, whenever he wanted to. Like, you know, he wasn't wasn't raised with the accent. I'm wondering, because, you know, you, I heard you say, you know, you're Mexican when uh, let's do the show. Mm-hmm. But can you slide into it and out of it whenever you want to? You know? No, he can't go into that at all. You know, when it does happen, though, and this is the oddest thing, I'm going, I'm taking vacation, I'm going home to Texas. In fact, I'll be spending uh, the majority of my t- uh, vacation in San Antonio. You know what all happens right. when I go home? You come back with a Texas accent? A little bit, but I slip in and out of Spanglish, where I talk English English and Spanish. You don't speak Spanish, though. A little bit. Thank you. Just like the Ebonics, right? You know what? Kind of, yeah. Thank you, right on. Because I do. I know a little bit of Spanish here and there, and around my family. The only Spanish you know is when you call it Mexico. Look, all I know is that I do this occasionally. I'll slip in and out of Spanglish. Maybe I'll do it for a break one night. Maybe we'll do a little Spanglish. Please do it for a little bit right now. You know? What? Me and you. Huh? Me too. Huh? I don't understand what you're saying. But you know, I can't do this. I can't do this with the white boy in here because I know you're just mocking me. But when I'm around family, when I'm around my people... They're mocking you too. I'm like, uh-oh, our, our white cousin's coming back. You're the white guy. I am. You're the white guy of the family now. I am. And now that I'm divorced... And I'm probably going to start dating a, a white chick. Just for a little while. What, to piss off her dad? Yeah. <laughs> that was always odd, too. And then you show up and you got bald, fat, hairy Mexican. Hi. Is he uh, your date or is he doing the hedges? I don't know. That's horrible. <laughs> How do you say that to my face? Am I in the same room as you? I hope not. Phoenix, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, Jefe, I'm pulling for the Mexicans here, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Two words. What? Taco Bell. That's true. That's not Mexican food, though. Tex-Mex. I've been to actual Tex-Mex restaurants. It doesn't taste anything like Taco Bell, though. It's a little bit, though. It, it's base. It's base, exactly. It's, I'm like, not it's like, a, like when you see a, uh, a movie. It's supposed to be a true story, but it's based on real events. Right. None of that really happened, but, you know. See, watch. Watch how I do this. Chicana. Chicana, <laughs> welcome into the hideout on JFK. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Jefe. I just want to let you know, you are not alone. I'm a Mexican-American as well, and I'm the whitest thing that you've ever seen. Once you swing by the studio, we can hang out. <laughs> Everybody in my family's got the dark skin, the dark hair, the accent, and then there's me. I burn in the sun. And I have no accent, and I speak about as much Spanish as you do. Now, oh, that's not true, because I speak un poquito. But I, I'll tell <laughs> yes, you. Yes, honey, me too, but, you know. I'll tell you this, though. Honestly, I mean, 
I was able to pass. Like, I could pass. You know what I mean? Like, everybody <laughs> always thinks I'm white. Even they... Oh, uh, yeah. Here's a guy here. I didn't know... I, honestly, when I first met you, I didn't know you were uh, Spanish. I thought you were either white or Chinese. I could see the, I look, I could see the Chinese thing. I may have got a little Samoan thing going if yeah. that turns you on. I get the Arabic, the Arabic thing all the time because I have, like, dark eyes and kind of, like, you know, dark brown hair, so everybody thinks I'm Arabic right. or something like that. Are you a hairy chick like Hefe is? Not too bad. Got a yeah. nice little uh, goatee going? No, but I do I do have the eyebrows, so you can never know. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I do, too. I got those eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they're gone because I'm a woman and, you know, I can get rid of them, but, but they're there. I mean, if you saw me in my natural state, you would know that I am. <laughs> Definitely not all Caucasian. If you saw her natural state, it'd be a picture of her looking over her shoulder walking into the woods. <laughs> all right, she got a, hey, uh, are you, can you make it to the movie tomorrow? I'd love to meet you. Hang out. We'll come right, out. Man. I'll see what I can do. All right, hold on a second. We'll get your info. I want to meet other white Mexicans <laughs> just like me. <sighs> make sure you talk to her online, five guys. No BSing. All right. Do Mexicans and Cubans and Puerto Ricans have any physical differences that white people could use to tell them apart? Yeah. Do you guys have like any, uh, like you know, like if you uh, see a uh, uh, like a a northern squirrel, which is a little bit darker, and then you see a uh, like a southern squirrel, like a gray squirrel. You can tell those two apart. You aren't hmm. going to mistake them. Hmm. Um. I would say. You guys got any like I don't know stripes? I would think I'm pure. Wow, I don't know. And what are you? What is the stripes? I'm just trying to gain distinguishing marks out of you guys. I'm here trying to actually think of something, and you're throwing out racial slurs. I'm not, I was a stripe of racial slurs twice now. I should have dumped that. Why? It's not a racial slur. It was wrong. How? You're the one that says you hate other racists. I never said that. Let's just let do we all agree that Mexicans are better than Cubans no, and Puerto Ricans. I'm not. One fun. Never call. met a Mexican I like. Hey. <laughs> El Marso, what's up? You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, mate. <laughs> what? I'm that? from Nova Scotia. Hey, can I quote? How about my accent? Pretty good? No. Did he quote the Grease Man? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. Um, Carl Face and Nicotina, you guys hang on. <laughs> Let me quote the Grease Man. <laughs> Never, ever, ever on this show. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. I like to emotionally rate my customers. The Hideout. LFA. The most important Latino broadcaster ever. And a big dude. I don't know how this little man, this little fat man get all these women, boy. I don't know how he do it, but he does it. <laughs> it's a name. Oh, the, the bank account, one of the above. Or a big <laughs> I think it's a big that gets them Man, if I don't f***ing sit here in my apartment in the dark and f*** off the internet porn night, then the terrorists are truly one. The Hideout, featuring LFA and J-Dub. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. I'm about to start doing that now. El Jefe. <laughs> and that's J-Dubs. And um, it's your hideout. 866-277-4969. By the way, if you want to see how beautiful I am, 
as the most important Latino broadcaster ever. Thank you. Go to RadioHideout.com. Record number of people on there now, uh, browsing about, so you can see it there as well. Tammy, real quick, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hello. Hey, Tammy, what's up, baby? Hello. Hello. You're on there. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were calling me. Yes. Uh, Hefe, I, I do love you. I must say this, but I think I, I have a bit more objectivity here. Uh-huh. Any place that produced a man as gorgeous as Raul Julia has got to reign supreme over Mexico. I, I hear that. What? <laughs> Raul Julia. What is he, Cuban? Yes. No, he's Puerto Rican. Whatever. It's all the same. Oh, <laughs> you're awful. <laughs> all right. Thank you, baby. Um... I'm just kidding when I say that. I love everybody. No, you don't. I do. You I... tell me that in confidence all the time. I really do. <laughs> you really do hate him or you really do not mind him? I'd rather not specify. <laughs> um, Cindy, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, baby? Hi, Cindy. Hi, J-Dubs. What's up? Cindy, I wanted to just let you know that I'm a regular patron of, of Fairfax Cinema Arts and Mark's and Jim's Theater. Very and you have good. a lot more interesting fare than just popcorn and chocolate and sodas. You can get baba ganoush and hummus with warm pita bread. Really? You can get grilled chicken sandwiches. And the best thing is Mark's special smoothies. You can get them made with non-fat yogurt or ice cream. You can get strawberry pineapple, banana, cappuccino. So when you're asking your friends who are coming tomorrow to bring you food, you need to widen your horizons. I'm down with this, especially if I'm not paying for it. Again, uh, the Cinema Arts Theater, we're going to be there tomorrow uh, the 225 showing of Fahrenheit 9-11, Michael Moore's film. Uh, Tommy, do we have any tickets that we can go ahead and give out to anyone else who wants to go hang out with us? Comedy Dumplings will be making an appearance. Do you want to go? Cindy, are you going to be able to make it? I would love to. All right, hold on. We're going to get you some tickets as well. And we do want to thank Jim and Mark over there. They're great. For hooking this they up sure for are. us. All right, baby, hold on. Have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? I have not, but I've seen Fahrenheit 9-11 twice, and I plan to go again. Tomorrow. Outstanding. Oh, also, see Control Room. That's another one. The, the documentary about Al Jazeera, I think people should see. Hold on, Cindy. Okay. Thank you, baby. That's great. All right, so that's the thing now. I want to put in my order now. I, but can't, I can't believe they have all that really. A smoothie, the pitas and hummus, the curled chicken sandwich I want, too. Nice. Do they have candy, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm positive they have candy, too. Because the the um, the other indie that I go to, which is closer to my house in Bethesda, the Landmark, I always get the uh, the chocolate-covered almonds. I'm sexy like that. Chicks like that kind of stuff. They like almonds? The chicks dig almonds. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Well, you wouldn't know. You're married. But me, on the other hand, I'm playing the field. I got my options open, if you will. Yeah, you got your options open. Not that many options coming to you, though. Hey, didn't Raul Julia die of uh, of the HIV? Do you remember that? Uh-huh. If he did, I'm next. <laughs> what is that? We had a, how is, how is we had that, a little thing going. How is that any kind of an answer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's an answer when I have no answer to it. If he did, I'm next. What does that mean? It means we did I got it. you. I know what it means, but still. Carl Face, you're in the hideout on JFK. Well, how are you doing? What's up, brother? Oh, I got my heart broken again. What happened? It's not what happened. It's what didn't happen. Oh, we were trying to hook you up with Nicotina. She, she never got... And I thought we shared some nice moments together, but I was apparently mistaken. She didn't Ooh. call you back? No. Well, I know she told me she's waiting for a divorce to get finalized. However, I was asking her off the air if once she moves out and moves into her own place... 
could we all come over and have a gangbang? And she said, yes. That sounds good. So me, <laughs> yes, me, you, Carl Face, uh, Bunani, Bunani, Shakira, all the superstars. Maybe that'll be Matt's first time, huh? Could be. Could you imagine? <laughs> Matt has to go last, though. He always has to go last. He can be lighting your cigarettes the whole time. All right, well, I'm sorry about that, bro. Ah, that's why, we'll, ain't it? We'll try to figure out another one for Keep you. Keep a man. good show going. All right, brother, thank I you. I wish I could go tomorrow, but work cold. <laughs> Hey, skip work. Tomorrow's perfect day to play hockey. No, tomorrow. Make it a three-day work week. I would love to, but it's extra heavy tomorrow, so I can't. All right, brother. Take it easy. Yeah. I heard Bye. this time of the month is extra heavy for nicotine, too, so you're missing out. <laughs> Speaking of extra... See, I'm funny. Speaking of... Uh... That's all I was doing during the commercial break was running down dubs, talking about he hadn't said anything funny since January. Um, Get Cicada in here, speaking of heavy. In this time of the month. Nice segue. I dig that one. I'm oh, a master. Master of my own mind. You're so right. I look at him and I see Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> the comedy dumpling Cicada and Matt Albert are going to be out there tomorrow at uh, the, um, the the Fahrenheit 9-11 showing. By the way, the uh, Cinema Arts Theater, it's uh, right at the corner of... Oh, I lost my little sheet. Maybe they should rename themselves to uh, Garfield and Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Picket Road and Main Street in the Fair City Mall. And now that's not a racist comment because that guy's a chicken. All right? Yes, it is. No, it's not. You're the one that created that raccoon picture of him. I did not. Oh, I got the funniest email, too, about this kid who lives in Matt Albert's neighborhood. And he said he was laughing so hard when he saw that picture of Matt Albert. Uh, put over the, the, the picture of the fattest raccoon in the history of the world. <laughs> he said, it's so funny because it looks just like Matt Albert because he lives in the neighborhood. And he had some, I want that guy to call in so that he could tell us stories about Matt Albert and him uh, being the dawn of that neighborhood, if you would. That ghetto of his. All right, so Sidkata, come over here for a second. I was walking past you in the halls. Well, first of all, before you tell me, what cologne do you wear? This is not the one I normally wear. I'm wearing chrome tonight. Chrome? Hmm. All right, come here. Let me sniff you for a second. Well, give me your arm or something. I don't want your belly. <laughs> he just sprays it all over his belly. All right. Are you sure that's not CK1? I'm positive. John, you want to sniff it? Who's John? Oh, Panani. Oh, John Arbuckle. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I already forgot about nice. a bit. That's a callback. Go, go with Arbuckle, though, because I don't remember John. Sniff him, Dubs, and see if that smells like CK1. I, I can smell it from all the way over here. You remember yeah, CK1? That, that definitely smells like CK1. Hey, Ripcord, smell him. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Punani used uh, beads before, so you know. <laughs> We've renamed him Ripcord. Hey, Punani, you going to be there tomorrow, or are you uh, working with Don and Mike tomorrow? What do you got going on, Ripcord? Uh, I'd, I'd like to get out of Don and Mike, dumping Don and Mike, but you got to... Well, we need you here holding down the fort for the FCC. Oh, we never got to that story, too. Maybe we can hit that up in a second. I heard Buzz talking about today, I believe, or uh, Don. And I know Don also mentioned it as well, but I want to put in our two cents. Well, it, it, God damn it, said, I don't ever want you to wear that again, chrome or... CK1 or whatever it is, because I'm walking past you in the hall, and have you ever noticed that sniff, like the smell, from what I understand, smell is the strongest sense in bringing back memories. Mm -hmm. 
and more so than sight or hearing anything else, whenever you smell something, that's what like really you know triggers those memories. And I'm walking past you, and I smell that. To me, what smells like CK1, and I think immediately of my ex-girlfriend. And it's just instantaneous. And I'm turning around, and I'm expecting to see this half-white, half-Mexican, big-booty freak. And instead, I got you. All, gut, all, no, all, all white, big-booty freak. All gut, no butt. That's what I've seen. The killer clown, one of the comedy dumplings. Garfield. Now The man with many, many names. Now, here's the thing, though. And then this is the same chick that I went out with for 13 months, okay? In the middle of high school, when I was hot, when I looked like Josh Hartnick, right? Mm -hmm. When I was really smoking. And she's the one, I blame her for me not losing my virginity as early as I could have because she kept wanting to wait, you know? And my whole junior year, I wasted on her. But the thing that pisses me off most about her is the fact that I spent a ton of money on this chick. Um, so I sniff you. And immediately I'm thinking of the $700 at least that I lost out on. And one specific example. Do you remember around 95, 96, Dooney purses yeah. were the big thing. And I guess it was a purse that had a duck on it. And mm -hmm. I think they were made out of leather. And she, well, I'm not going to say poor, but she couldn't really afford a lot of stuff. So my thing is I wanted to do whatever I could to, to, to make her feel good. So I swiped my mom's credit card. Oh, my God. I go to Dillard's, and I lay down $300 on a Dooney purse. How pissed was your mom? Uh, she was pretty livid because I also bought $200 Doc Martens. <laughs> You're a dick, you know that? And I filled up my uh, Jeep and got the oil you, you never worked in high school, and you go do that. I worked. You did not. Yes, I did. I had, you a, do? I had a summer job. What did you do? A summer job? I bad groceries at Albertsons. I worked at the warehouse for the Grand Prairie Independent School District. You only had a summer job. You didn't work during school year? Look, bro, I was busy getting a four-plus GPA. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like it's worked out for you. Being the lead in all of the theatrical performances. Oh, you were busy being gay. And the varsity catcher since <laughs> sophomore year. So don't tell me I didn't have a job because I worked at school. Okay? And just because I had my mom's credit card or whatever. Were you, what, were you turning tricks in there or something? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand how you worked in school. Have you ever spent... He said, Katie, you got a chick right now, right? Yeah. You're looking to dump her, right? Yes. Have you ever spent... Have you spent a lot of money on her yet, though? Not except for maybe movies and dinner. That's about it. Okay, that's not $300 Dooney purse. No, she buys me gifts all the time, and I, I forget holidays. What did, she, <laughs> what did she get you? Did she get you anything really nice? She's like NASCAR mugs, Redskins stuff. Wow. High end. Yeah. Top of the food chain. Absolutely. And so immediately I'm thinking, and my mom, she did. She laid into me for buying this girl three hundred. Yeah. Um, imagine if you had a kid and he did that. Well, here's the thing. So I'm so excited. I got her this purse. She's wanted one. Everybody else has one. She's not able to afford it. I finally give it to her. Bitch is pissed because it's the wrong color. <laughs> okay? That's number one. Then, I've, I, I've talked about it a little bit, but I haven't gone too in-depth about my tour of Europe the, mm -hmm. the summer between my junior and senior year. We uh, First, we went to England. Rich bastard. Then we went to France, and then we went to Italy. The rich bastard gets to go to Europe and do a tour, and he steals his mom's credit card. So, I'm, I'm walking around Florence. Again, I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. I want to bring her something back that she's going to remember. I want to be that boyfriend she'll always remember, Okay. 
I'm walking around Florence in the shopping district, walking over the bridges, and I go into a little uh, a little jewelry store, and I'm sitting there, and I see the most beautiful gold earrings I've ever seen in my life. So what do I do? I happen to bring my mom's credit card on the trip, throw down $400 in Italy, Florence, Italy, on gold earrings. And it's cheaper over there. They're actually valued at like over a grand. Beautiful. I bring them back. She doesn't like them because they're in the rope style. And the skank kept all of it. She kept all of it even when we broke up. Now, mind you, we ended up breaking up because, as it turns out, on her birthday, which was also homecoming, I ended up having losing my virginity with another woman that night. So I could understand why she would be a little bit pissed at me. But don't you think there should be a certain rule? Well, I, there's no way you should have lost your virginity to anybody else but her. For spending that much money on her. Oh, and that's and that's just some of it. I mean, I would I would buy flowers at school. You wonder why you never got laid. You were she was getting everything, and you were getting nothing for it. I got excited one time when she gave me a hickey, <laughs> and I was showing it off. <laughs> I was like, "Look at me." Yep, last night was a great night. How much did it cost you? It seems like it seems like it was your whore, but you weren't getting laid for it. God damn, you're right, man. And that's why I ended up hating her. 13 months of my life. When my, and those were probably the only 13 months. I say I've been skinny. Did she have a penis? A total of 30 months out of my life. And those were 13 wasted. Seriously, I I know why your dad thought you were gay for a while. You, you told us last night that your dad thought you were gay. Now, let me ask you, just for a second, ladies. You don't think it would be nice... If a cat was sending you flowers when you were in school or would leave a rose in your locker or something like that, this kid would... That's romantic. He would send... How how much of a dick would you feel if you sent uh, uh, some girl flowers that went to your own school? What's wrong with that? I would send them to chicks who went to other schools, too, that I met in, like, speech and debate and stuff. That That's a lot better because you you're fr- you don't have to face your friends there. Hey, are, is it, am I the last... A hopeless romantic in this world? You wouldn't no, do that? You're, you're the... You don't get your chick flowers. I haven't in a while. <laughs> you know why? Because you're a horrible boyfriend. She I am told... not. She whispers this in my ear as I'm doing I'm it. sure she does. Come here, Sniff. I'd love to. So you, you don't get her flowers? I haven't in a while. I need to. Sidkata, you get your woman flowers? Um, like at school dance. I think the prom was the last time I got her a dance. That was two years ago. How long have you been going out with this girlfriend? On and off for three years. Oh, wow. So you guys date? So you've been dating since high school? Yeah. And you're ready to leave her? Yeah, I'm done. You want to call her now and break it up? No. Let's do it. Come on, Sid. Come on. Great radio. You say you'll do anything for great radio. Let's get her online. Let's call her and let's break it up. Not that, because I can still call her up whenever I want. She'll come by. So I want to keep that. What is uh? What she do when she comes by? Bring you brownies? <laughs> she, she always fries me a chicken. <laughs> what do you want, Tommy? The weird thing is, she's never mentioned or even heard on any of these weekend tapes where Sid goes for like three days with Matt Albert. Yeah, why well, never call her? Or she never calls. Why you? don't you bring her to the movie tomorrow? It's a Fahrenheit 9/11. I think she's going to school. <laughs> High school? Is she yeah. still in high school, dude? That's <laughs> no, got to be wrong. Cool. Man, stop. Just because that's your fantasy. What about you, Tommy? Are you a hopeless romantic? I mean, are you one of these guys <laughs> that will get a chick flowers? Not really. 
He'll bring her stems. That guy seems like he'll just bring her a bunch of stems. Stumps. I hate flowers. I hate everything beautiful. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Some chicks dig it. I just got this mental figure of him holding just a bunch of grass, having sex with a chick, crying singer. So beautiful. <laughs> I hate you. You're so beautiful. What's wrong with that? Crying. <laughs> she's she's all disturbed, waiting for it to end. Is she crying too? No, she's probably. <laughs> oh, then I'm not interested. All right, get out of here. Enough for you. And that's going to be one of those times that Matt Albert says, "I was, I kept him from being funny. I kept him from being funny." Man, ten, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, Ashley, I saw a movie of your life. Uh, it was called "Can't Buy Me Love," man. I'm yeah. serious. You, you do realize that working over the summer is not working. Yeah, it's not at all. Bagging groceries and cutting lawns, that's something that your nephew does to buy a new 10-speed or something like exactly. that. Exactly. It's not working. It's I, not working through school. I also had to play baseball that night about five out of seven nights of the week. All right, get this. Whatever, I used, man. I used to work 40 hours a week, wrestle, and go to school. Cry me Tell a me. river. No, I'm not crying you a river, but I'm telling you. Boo-hoo, bitch. Don't, don't claim it's, stuff. And that you didn't do. Mom. Again, I started the show by saying Dubs needs a tampon, and you can see it now. No, I'm just saying don't claim stuff that you didn't do. For real, that's not working, man. That is not working. Who are you to you're gonna, you Everybody's hey. going to think you're a fake from now on. Every hey, time I did, miss, go ahead, man. I, I did three sports and work, man. Work. Actually, you know, not cutting my neighbors long for 15 bucks uh, no. a week. 40-hour weeks. I, I, my, uh, my junior year of high school, I worked overnight. I said Dunkin' Donuts. So? And then went to school. What, do you want a medal? Yes. Why? Please, someone give me something. All right, man. must be nice to be rich, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying I'm rich. Thank you. you. I know you're rich. Hood rich. You are not. You grew up rich. You grew up very well off. No, maybe in high school because my dad was making money then, but I didn't. I wasn't rich. Your family was rich. I'd say we were middle class. No. We were middle class. My mom was a janitor. Dude, you live you live in Fowlerville. Your you have acres worth millions of dollars. But we you are not liquid at all. You technically are in the highest tax bracket. Not you me. Should be. Not me. Don't, don't tell get, me you're not getting any of that Fowlerville money. I'm not getting any of the Fowlerville money. My sister is. Everybody but me is. I'm the only successful person in my family. Look at you. Look at me. You're a winner. In all my glory. Crying on the radio. Look, I'm not going to deny that maybe I was privileged in some way, but don't tell me I didn't work hard, because I did. You didn't. I had a brand new Jeep in 93, <laughs> chromed out. Exactly. I went through 21 cars in high school. <laughs> I had about 18 different jobs in high school, because I kept getting fired. That was hey, what, my bro. Do you have a job right now? No. <laughs> what happened? Fired. Oh, yeah. Got fired last night, huh? Yeah. That sucks. Well, at least you're free this weekend to hang out with Matt Albert. Today I got to watch Godfather. <laughs> so that was nice. Get hang out. Did your dad blame it on the black kids? Tomorrow, tomorrow it's going to be Roots. Just sitting there watching. My dad blamed my uh, firing on affirmative action. Yeah? That's always great to have him there. That's so nice. Look, I just don't want you being mad at me because you don't think that I haven't worked hard in my no, life. No, I just don't. I want you to uh, tell the truth about your life. You really think, I, you think I'm a spoiled rich kid? No, but I think you. I don't think you worked hard through high school. Am I a Bush twin? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think I'm sexier. I got better hips. True. 
Nicer ass. Well, if you think about it, I, I went to... All right, you know what? Maybe I didn't work hard in high school. But I did have a summer job. That's got to count for something, no? No, everybody has a summer job. There, no, that's not true, because I had friends who didn't have summer jobs, man. I had friends who didn't have to do anything. And I eventually had to end up paying back the credit card bills when they totaled $5,000. BJ stole his summer jobs, bikers, BJ, back in Powerville. Mm -hmm. he, he asked me how much I made, and I don't make much. He's like, oh, that's pretty good. I only made $3,000 last year. How do you get through only $3,000? He's 24 years old. He only made $3,000 last year. He lives with his dad's friend. Is that Tommy we're talking about or Mike Curious BJ? <laughs> now he's going to be mad. Hey, um, this all started with me sniffing cicada and reminded me of my ex-girlfriend. Uh, so I was talking about how I've spent probably nearly over a grand on her at the very least. Uh, the $300 Dooney purse and the $400 gold earrings from Florence, Italy. You know what she would always get me in return? The homemade trinkets. Oh, God. Where her gift to me when I'm giving her, like, $400 things or whatever. She'd give you Adobe's? Well, she, she would be, she would, like, take a picture of us, and then she would put it on a little frame. Oh, she was lefty. <laughs> And she would, that's such an inside joke. I know. And then she would, like, you know, put our names on the frame and, like, put little stars and glitter all over it. And that was her gift to me. And I, I, I understand there's supposed to be this whole thing of, hey, look, it's the thought that counts, but it doesn't. No. Tomorrow at Fahrenheit 9-11, I don't want you to think about getting me a smoothie and a grilled chicken sandwich. I want you to do it. I want three smoothies. One's not enough. And why why isn't that becoming a movement everywhere? Because I hate going to the movie theater and not being able to get good, healthy food. Well, because it, at any of these big chains, any good, healthy food will cost you 40 bucks. All right, Tommy says, what the F's wrong with you? Seriously, you're effing pushing it. With what? With what? What'd I say? No one has a clue. Get over it. Sick of the goddamn attitude. I've had enough. And I'm not kidding either. Jesus effing Christ. Screw around. Now Bad Monkey says he's overworking and underpaid. And I'd have to agree with that. That website's amazing. Radiohideout.com. <laughs> and underpaid means nothing. But you get a free ticket tomorrow. Yeah. You want to see Fahrenheit 9-11. And we'll give you a free WJFK t-shirt. How do you feel about that? I don't think we can push that, actually. Uh, yeah, probably can't pull that one. But we'll think about giving it. It's a thought that counts. Right. <laughs> We'll put glitter all over it. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll take a break, come back. Cicada. Hold on, let me sniff you one more time. Because now I'm thinking about her. See, the only reason she was high is because she had Jennifer Lopez booty, but she looked like um, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. My ex she was a cross, but like a Tiffany Amber Thiessen. She was a crossdresser? No. Oh, I thought you said that. She was a softball player, though. Ah, uh, yeah. That's that's where the ass came from. Yeah, that's true. And she didn't have much up top. If she had much up top, man, she she'd have been banging. I don't I don't like it when girls aren't proportioned. Like, maybe it's the OCD in me, but everything to me needs to be proportioned. Mm -hmm. And I don't like it when a girl has big boobs and no ass. And I don't like it when it's the other way around either. I prefer a big ass and smaller boobs. But I really, even if it's everything's kind of tiny, I need everything to match up. Ladies, pay attention to that. Most guys don't like it, even if you have big boobs and you don't have any ass. 
No ass. To, it doesn't do me any good. I'm telling you, I'm a, I'm a brother at heart. I gotta have a nice sweet onion. See, I I don't mind if it looks like an ironing board sideways. Really? It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like she, uh, like if she had a cookie sheet down the back of her pants, it doesn't matter to me. See, that disgusts me. That armpit stubble and flat ass is the worst thing you could have if you were a woman. And maybe because that describes me, but I'm just saying, I that to me that's the worst. Maybe that's my new nickname for you, stubble. Uh, I, I got to shave tomorrow too. Yeah. I got to I got to go clean shaving for tomorrow's gig. While while I smell like this, you want to take me out to dinner after the show? No. Oh, by the way, well, I wanted to talk to Tommy about it, but now he's throwing a fit in the back about how he went out. You guys went to Denny's last night and saw the hottest chicks ever at the Denny's here in Fairfax. Yeah, it was like a porn palace in there. Really? Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about this. Or not. I don't feel like actually dealing with him right now. We'll talk about the FCC when we get back. Sure. I want to talk about that in Jackson, Michigan. We'll save that for another night when people aren't throwing tantrums. Quick break. Coming back, it's The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout, featuring LFA and J-Dubs. That volume. This is the greatest but the sickest radio I've ever heard. Number one, one, one. Gas stations, trailer parks, and gang Because, quite frankly, that is our demographic. This is the most pathetic radio I've ever heard. I know. 106.7 WJFK. WJFK, I'm El Jefe, that is J-Dubs, coming down the home stretch on this Thursday night edition of the Hideout. And just reminding you, Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep have a great way to help you choose a car. Go to WJFK.com and click on the Discover Your Ride banner. I need to do that. I'm done. (laughs) You. Cameron told me, just reading it ain't enough. I gotta add a story on the end. Oh, do we really? Yeah. God damn. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go do this right now. Hold on a okay. second. Okay. <laughs> All right. Under RadioHideout.com, I'm gonna go to links, and there's a link to WJFK.com, which, by the way, is so old and outdated, except for the must-have sponsors. And our uh, our banner up there will direct you to RadioHideout.com to get a lot more. Yeah. Great. Um, so what am I supposed to do? Discover your ride banner? Yep. Clicking on it now? Holy Christ, my life has changed. Get out of here. Look, there's this really hot Japanimation chick. She's got a big forehead, though. Look at her. Select the new V-host. Do you have one that doesn't Whoa, have a tarred looks, forehead? She looks like, yeah, she looks like a tarred. <laughs> she looks like a... Hey, go to the a, Discover Your Ride banner and look at the retarded Chinese girl. Please cut that out. <laughs> I'll leave it in. We're talking just, about it. Just give Cameron a little note with it when you send it All to right, him. Let's see. Now she's getting mad because we're trying to select a new host. Do this. Go click on this. This is pretty funny. <laughs> the WJFK Discover Your Ride banner. Who is this for again? Right, for guy, Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep. I, let's go with the uh, angry Indian-looking lady. Oh, oh, she's a Latina. She's kind of cute. No, she's angry. She's got big forehead, too, though. What is it with all the widow's peaks? <laughs> Look, we'll put it in the brother. The brother the brother has a widow's peak. Look he at that. He does. He looks like Eddie Munster. The black Eddie, gay Eddie Munster. If you're on the Internet, and so does the oh, white wow. guy. Oh, wow. 
right, so we got John Cusack talking about uh, a Dodge. Be careful if you go to the Discover Your Ride banner. You may lose your hair. <laughs> may cause widow's peak. Well, maybe we should make a link from this to the bald truth. Get Spencer Coburn on this. I won't go anyway because actually it looks like they got something cool going on with their uh, with their with their rides. And by the way, the next car that I am getting, I'm going back to the Jeep Wrangler, my midlife crisis car. Right. That's what I'm getting. It's a choose your own adventure. What's your What's your ideal have... weekend getaway? The beach, the waves, a blanket, and a, and my sweetie. A road trip with my buddies to catch a game in a different town. That's me. I'm B. Okay, B. We'll click on B. Discover your ride banner. Oh, this is what they mean. Discover. They ask you questions and they give you the car that best suits you. Oh, this is sweet. Yeah. Okay, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Packing skills, the ability to transform. I know. I didn't know that, was a, uh, that was a I want, superpower. I want invisibility so I can look at the uh, the retarded Chinese chick on the website. <laughs> and laugh at her face without her seeing you. Which phrase best describes your attitude towards traffic? Gives me a chance to reflect on my day, get the F out of my way. There is no traffic. Uh, I'm glad to have a good sound system. It gives me a chance to reflect, J-Dubs. When I'm stuck on the yeah. beltway, that gives me a chance to think. I'm sitting there listening to my boys, Don and Mike. It's reflecting what my day was like. Question four. What What's was your, your favorite, favorite kind of movie? movie? Anything with a car chase, buddy comedies? Buddy comedies. I'm going to go with independent films, J-Dubs. Uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 tomorrow. Yeah, but you, you, you had to love... Uh... Oh. All right, so here are the cars that are best for me. The Chrysler Pacifica, the PT Cruiser, which, by the way... I've got the gayest cars in the world. I do want. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing gay about a, about a Jeep Grand Cherokee. I want to say thank you... For you and all your mo friends. ...for uh, going to the Discover Your Ride banner. That was a lot of fun, J-Dubs. Maybe we'll do it again tomorrow. And we'll do it as if we were you. Racket. F8. <laughs> um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah, real quick. I'm so in love, dude. I know we were just talking about hot chicks, or at least my ex-girlfriends and stuff. I am so in love with this Monica Bellucci style. Yeah, I know you are. You came up. Uh, I was I was on Fez's, uh, Fez's desk looking at stuff. Don't tell him that. He hates when other people sit at his desk. I didn't mean to, but I had to, I had to do a Google on Monica Bellucci. Because, oh, speaking of independent films, she's going to be in the new Spike Lee joint. And I swear to Christ, there is not a hotter woman on this earth. She, pay, she played Mary Magdalene. For those of you who don't know who Monica Bellucci is, she played Mary Magdalene in The Passion of the Christ. Yes. Sexy role. And she also, too, was the hot French chick in Reloaded and Revolutions. So I know people ask us, like, you know, if we want gifts and stuff like that. And if you know any chicks who maybe look like her... JFK Hideout at AOL.com. And make sure she goes to RadioHideout.com so she knows what I look like as well. Dubs, did you hear what the FCC is trying to do? I've heard bits and pieces. I heard Don talking about it. The FCC is proposing that broadcasters keep air checks of all programming air between 6A and T, uh, 10P for a period of time. If you can the, see me right now, I'm flipping off the paper. The example given is 60 or 90 days. In order to aid the commission's anti-indecency enforcement procedures, comments are due by the 30th of this month. Replies are due 
by August 30th. Do they still need it if we're in safe hours? See, that was what I was wondering. You know what, actually? That's kind of the beauty of doing this show, because technically we are in safe hours. So we're okay. But does that seem fair to you, bro? Where oh, no, not for a second that you have to incriminate yourself every day. So you have to hold on to the tapes because we destroy, we try to destroy them if it's something that we're not keeping for the mixtape. Well, yeah, for one, the biggest reason we destroy them is because our computers cannot keep 60 days of full, like, if they want us to keep everything, that would be 24 hours a day for 60 days we're keeping on log here. Would we have to keep Baloo and the Ball Truth? I think so. I mean, if it airs over our station, just like, you know, like if uh, if someone gets fined, they get fined at all these stations around, you know. And apparently the way, I guess, the fines work is that people have to send in tapes of what they've heard. and you know, Or, you know, or they'll send in a complaint. This way, if someone just sends in a complaint... They can get the tapes from us. No one has to tape it anymore. But you know what's screwed about this? If we have to send them a tape, it's pre-delay. So oh, yeah, big it, time. We record stuff that doesn't go out over the air. Yeah, you know what it, I mean? It has to go through a whole filter system before you, the people, hear it. So, so I could drop something right now that would be offensive or indecent, and uh, it, it probably wouldn't make the air. Yeah, exactly. And, but if they, if they pulled this tape they would be able to find, even though it didn't make the air. Exactly. So it doesn't seem like it's a great system. I don't know, man. Again, I wonder, are there more important issues out there, bro? I mean, we're going to see this Fahrenheit 9-11 tomorrow. But when is enough enough? Is this the most important thing facing your kid today? Let me ask you. If you had a child right now, what are you most, what are you most worried about? Him wearing a helmet. Making sure that the hockey helmet that he wears while he's on his uh, while he's in his wheelchair is strapped on tight as hell. That's what I'm most worried about. So you're worried about health care? Okay, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. That's a pressing issue. Maybe education. I'm, I'm making sure that you know he's not scratching himself too much. That I keep his nails nice and trim. Maybe even put gloves on. <laughs> Duct tape some gloves on him so he doesn't scratch a hole in his chin. I hope I hope your chick gets pregnant, and I and I hope that you guys don't know, and I hope something really bad happens. Why? Because you were evil. You were talking. You were talking all this trash about people with special ne special needs. When? D two seconds ago. Oh, my short term memory is shot. I smoked a lot of pot in high school. A lot of shrooms. I I totally forget. Punani. No, I was just wondering. I mean, I, I read or saw or heard somewhere where the top three issues are uh, the economy, health care, and terrorism. How far down is the indecency thing? Is that in the 20s, the 30s? I, don't I mean, know. but I guess my point is, is it's getting so much damn play in these last six months that it, 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 this is why I'm pissed off at, uh, at the bush. At the bush. At the bush. Because <laughs> you can't get in here. No, no, no. You know what I mean. Right. But, I mean, it, it, it's totally out of whack. You, like you said, there are so many more important things to do. Mm hmm You know, why even screw with this right now? Hey, by the way, speaking of uh, the, the Bush and elections and stuff, have you noticed, have you been to the Judge Report? Mm-mm. <laughs> have you noticed that every picture that Drudge puts up of Carrie and Edwards, it's like the two of them just got done making out? They're like seriously, like right on top of each other. Like, is it like the Parcells? Uh, um, what, remember that picture when uh, par, uh, when uh, uh, Cowboys played the Patriots, mm -hmm. and right after the game, it looked like Parcells was making out. 
it's like, hold on, let me see if I'm, I'm going to try to go to the Drudge Report right now. And I guarantee you if I go there, the the last three days, ever since he announced that Kerry was his running mate. <laughs> you mean uh, Edwards? Oh, yeah, Edwards, I'm sorry, was his running mate. That uh, they've had, they've had, there it is, look, here's another one. Look at this. I right, so there's a picture right now. It's even got the headline, can't keep hands off of each other. And it's got Carrie looking over Edwards, and Edwards giving this woo look. Like he's telling him about the funny thing. Like he wants to treat him like a ripcord. <laughs> like he were Punani. <laughs> like I got some beads back in my hotel. In the in the campaign uh in Want the me campaign to run Punani? That's why I don't like pictures, man. Oh yeah, they can they always keep like a bank of the worst looking pictures and then you're screwed with them. That's why every picture we try to have, we try to black out the eyes. Because that way we can never truly prove it was us. You know, that's odd. That you and I haven't ever taken any pictures that would tr truly be considered good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We've taken so many pictures and we're, we always look at them. Jesus, that sucks. Can I tell you something? You know what I'm not looking forward to tomorrow? What? When we go and we, we hang out with the listeners. I love hanging out with the listeners. and I appreciate everybody who's come up and won the tickets for Fahrenheit 9-11. Uh, CinemaArchTheater.com. The only thing that, that sucks is that people are really going to get to see us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Disappointment across the board. Yeah. You know, because I'll, I'll be honest, there's people who... As I pick my nose. Do me a favor and don't pick your nose tomorrow in the movie theater. I'm going to have to. And you know what's the worst? You're going to be pushing buttons. Oh, yeah. You're digging for gold. Actually, we have a touch screen in here now, so I'm sure it's going to be a print. All right, you need to get the hand sanitizer in here or something. No, because you can't clean that screen off or you're going to push every button on there. Please wipe please wipe your, your hand off on your shirt or something. Did I ever tell you about the booger collection that I used to have? Many times. All right, let me just tell for those of you that are new listeners. I was just talking about my Jeep, my, my 93 Jeep Wrangler. And what I would do is I'd love to pick my nose, and I started a collection underneath my seat, my driver's seat in my Jeep. And the beautiful thing about it is that even if they were of a wet nature, mm -hmm. and you put them underneath, because I was driving with the doors off and the wind would just blow through there, immediately crust up. Nice. And it was like this just entire mucus um, coral bank. All right, enough. Just right there underneath my Enough. Seat. And I wondered why Bring I was find enough. so long. Talking about boogers. Enough. Hmm. This is funny to look at Carrie and Edwards all over each other. You think it was a good move picking Edwards? Or you even pay attention? Uh, I, I really didn't care who his running mate was. I don't really know Edwards that well, so I, I can't say if it was a good or bad mood, uh, move. Uh, O'Reilly thinks it's a great move. Oh, Jesus, then we screwed up. And O'Reilly seems to think it doesn't matter. Uh, Bush has it in the bag. Really? Yeah, he thinks that all the swing voters are going to go for Bush because he can, he can keep America safe. Christ. All right, not to get off too political here, the Ohefe factor, but did you find it a little odd that they the no said... zone. That they found that, um, hey, look out, be careful... There's a possibility of terrorism sometime between now and, oh, let's say the elections.
Um, and we know who can keep you safe. Bush can keep you safe. Now, uh, O'Reilly was saying that uh, that if we got attacked again, it would be good for Bush because it would prove that he that the uh, Patriot is right that we need these, you know, and we need him. Let me tell you this: the Patriot Act scares me. This indecency stuff scares me because it's no longer America at that point. It's no longer the America that I grew up with. And let me tell you, I'm not willing, one of the people willing to give up my rights in order to feel safe. I, no, I'd rather, you know. And I wonder about the people who sit there and say, I'm willing to give up a few rights to live to, to be safe. Then move to another country, then. Give up your rights over there. But don't do it here. Yeah, don't give up my rights so Ex you feel more safe. Exactly. we got people going overseas to, to, to fight for the rights, and to die for the rights. We can't take them away. Am I wrong? It makes it makes perfect sense to me. But there are people out there it doesn't make sense to. O'Reilly. Yeah, but O'Reilly said that uh, slavery was a good thing because these people wouldn't be over here if it wasn't for slavery. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> How ridiculous to quote the Grease Man. I can't believe I heard that. My jaw just drops when I listen to that guy. <sighs> number two in the demo. Six. Who's number one? Here. Uh, who knows? I don't even know if that's true. I doubt it. I, I I hear from around here he gets great numbers, but I hear from other places. ACRTV. They doesn't do that well. <laughs> who even knows? I don't even care. I I just hate that. That. But for some did. reason, I listen every day. Do you? Well, maybe just, mostly just so I can. Uh, whenever I hear people call up, I can uh, just pick out who who's parodying O'Reilly. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because there's so many people who do that. And I want to be able to tell who is doing it. But, you know, that's I think that's what just a lot of people do, period. Because people tomorrow will leave Fahrenheit 9-11 just parroting Michael Moore. I try not to do that ever. I try not to, but sometimes when that's all you have to go by. And if I do, I make sure I, uh, I cite it. Exactly. And that's why I think it's good for you to get more information than just from what you hear on the radio. <laughs> Again, it's the same angle. You go into Michael Moore's film knowing what the slant is. you got to do the same thing with O'Reilly and Limbaugh. And... You know, even the hideout, I think. Ron, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, fellas? What up, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, you just, I, I, I was like, listening, you are talking about how if we, if we give up our rights and stuff, it's not America anymore. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like, you know, that's not right. But the fact is that you said it's, it's not America anymore. And I think if, if change doesn't occur, that, you know, bad things will happen to most civilizations and countries where they try to live in the past and, you know, try to stick with it. I think if, you know, certain laws are passed, you know, with careful consideration from, you know, both sides, then I think we'll be able to maintain the freedoms that we have. Well, there hasn't been careful consideration. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Nobody's they, they, even they, the every, everybody, everybody freaked out and said, okay, let's do whatever uh, this guy needs, and he's uh, pushed it through. He's pushed everything through, hiding it under terrorism. Yeah, I see, but, I mean, really, how educated are we? I mean, we aren't even stupid. having this conversation. Right. Yeah, we're dumb. Have you ever even <laughs> seen the, you know, the Patriot Act? You know, we just kind of go by what TV is talking oh, about. Yeah. And, oh, definitely. And that's, yeah. Yeah, that's the and scariest that's America, thing. you know. Yeah, you're right, Ron. Hey, thanks, buddy. Hey, take care. All right, boy. Bye. I'm so excited about getting people together. And even if it is Fahrenheit 9-11, of course, it's the slam. But I, um, I just like that it's going to get conversations going. I love people to discuss and have an open debate. Nothing wrong with a little debate here and there.
It's our boy Lance from Full Rocket Karaoke. Yo, what's up, baby. Hey, what's up, fellas? Chilling, man. Not too bad. I just wanted to weigh in on the Patriot. Yeah, go ahead. Well, how are we going to keep out the Puerto Ricans, uh, <laughs> the Cubans? Uh, how, how are we going to hold them without uh, without them having counsel? Without, them without, having the, right? Patri- without the Patriot. All uh, right, you know what? Maybe what? it's not so bad. Hey, and the only thing I'm disappointed is I listened to the whole show. You made me stop at Taco Bell. I wasn't even hungry. <laughs> and you didn't even weigh in on all of us uh, white South Americans. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, true. my real last name's Ortega, so, I mean, I speak in Zaquito. <laughs> I hear you. That's me. I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> hey, you said you wanted to bring together your uh, your white Latinos, so... Uh, how about we uh we should have a party two tickets for me and uh Chuck or, or we'll end up crashing it anyway tomorrow. Oh you yeah. oh, definitely we'll come on out. Man. Yeah, hold on. Hey, you guys yeah, actually in. hold on the line, I need to talk to you as well. Okay. Definitely. Hold on there, Lance. I say all the white Latinos get together and we go to goth night with Goth DJ on Saturday. There's nothing cooler than a goth Mexican. I'll tell you that now, I know from experience. By the way, have you seen the Marilyn Manson rip off? One of our buddies sent me this on the AOL for broadband. Oh, if you want a free trial for the Welfare Fraud Band, please call 1-800-297-1025. That's for just WJFK listeners. The thing that pisses me off about that is I get rolled on a story and then you <laughs> throw me off. That's why I don't even want to mention it anymore. But there's a, um, in the Lucha Libre, the Mexican yeah. Wrestling League, there's a Marilyn Manson knockoff, uh, mm-hmm. a guy. And it actually, you got to go look for these pictures. It's very, very funny. I'll see if I can maybe post you, them on RadioHideout.com. Where'd you find that at? Um, somebody sent it to me via email, our email service. I'm what not, email service? I'm not going to have to mention them because they've gotten enough plugs for the rest of the year. Who? Those guys. Let's Which guys? We're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow at Fahrenheit 9-11 Cinema Arts Theater. Go to RadioHideout.com. It's got a link, and you can get directions for that as well. Thank you to everybody who helped out tonight, and um, we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000! Bow wow news hound. Bow wow news hound.
Shut up, Cubs. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Oh! Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Red Smooth, Washington Redskins. I'm his mag in my hole. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my holes. I'll be smacking my holes. I'll be smacking my holes. Not interested. I don't.